0: Matt Crowley with Venture Capital Press. Today, we're going to talk about employees versus independent contractors, or as civilians call them, consultants. So let's talk about the difference and let's talk about why you care. First, we're going to talk about why you care. So when I'm working with technology startups, they'll frequently be looking for investors to put money into the company. One of the first questions you're going to get from an investor is who's on the team? And if you tell me that the team is just you, that sounds kind of risky. The odds of me writing a large check go down. If you tell me there's a team of three or four of you, that's a little less risky. And now I get more interested. If you tell me that the team is you working full time and the other three people work on it on Saturdays from 5 p.m. till 6 p.m., that doesn't really sound like a very strong team. So I'm trying to figure out how much do you have by way of resources at the get-go. The more employees you have versus the more consultants or independent contractors you have, the more it looks like those people are committed to your business. If I'm a consultant and I'm only putting in time here and there when I have time and you're not really paying me that looks like the kind of person we could lose on a Tuesday if they get a better offer from Google or Cisco or Microsoft. And so I question how strong your team is. So from an investor standpoint, that's important. Investors are also worried about legal risk. And so now we're going to get into the differences between employees and independent contractors. But the headline is Sophisticated investors will understand that if you have somebody classified as an independent contractor, because we're trying to be cute and avoid payroll tax and unemployment insurance and workers' comp insurance, and they're really an employee, in some states like California where I work, California has a very dim view of people playing games and not taking care of people. Their view is that if you're trying to skimp and have somebody working as an employee, but not taking care of them, California, being very paternalistic, will step into that situation if that person complains. And they're more likely than not to default to not only was that person an employee, but here's a bunch of penalties you now need to pay. Investors really don't like their money going to paying penalties, and for sins of the past, their hope is they're gonna give you money to grow what you're doing and give you rocket fuel to really have what you're doing take off. That being said, so let's talk about the differences now. So an independent contractor or a consultant is usually someone who you give a very discreet project to. You give them a timeline and a clear amount of compensation They do the project the way that they think is best because they're the expert on whatever they're doing. And then they give you a deliverable. They're done. They get paid. An employee is somebody who you give very specific directions to. You have a lot of control over what they do. So the way I always describe it is a consultant might have their own company. I could be Crowley Consulting LLC as opposed to just Matt Crowley. That makes it look like Crowley Consulting LLC is the actual consultant, not just Matt Crowley. If I sign a consulting agreement, that helps where I have a, a promise in there that I really am an independent contractor. I agree that I'm one, and if somebody like me or someone else makes a claim that I'm not, that I'll protect you, my client, as the consultant in the event that that comes to pass but the consulting agreement is not enough that's the kind of thing if microsoft hands you a consulting agreement and you really want to work there you're going to sign it it's what's called a contract of adhesion it's a contract yeah you signed it but you really didn't have a choice if you wanted to do the work with me Uh consultant will say will usually have on their consulting agreement a statement of work where they lay out i'm going to be your web design guy I'm going to build you a website. I'm going to use this coding language. It'll have this many pages and I'll start on a Wednesday and I'll finish next Wednesday and you'll pay me a hundred bucks an hour for 10 hours worth of work. So I can do that website any way I want. So long as I deliver it to you and you accept what I've given you. that would be a consultant. An employee would be, I hire you. And I tell you that when you have to, when you do your work, you have to do it at my office, not your office or Starbucks. You have to answer the phone, Crowley Corporate Legal Strategy. You can't just answer it, Bob. You're going to have an email address with my domain name. You're going to use my equipment. You're going to do the work the way I tell you to do it. So it's not just build me a website, it's me telling you, show me these landing pages. I like that one better, do this this way. Now I'm having an awful lot of control. And I could try to be cute and give you a title that's consultant, but the title isn't going to matter. What's going to matter is the substance of the work. Now this all varies state by state. There are states like Texas that are very pro-employer. And they're more likely than not to respect a consulting agreement uh, on its face. In California, we have a, no kidding, 19-factor test. And you can guess uh, how that will play out if you fail a couple of them. More than likely, that person is an employee and not an independent contractor. So why do people play this game? Uh, So sometimes it's legit. I really do want this person to do my PR but I don't want them in my office. I want them to get me interviews for 10 newspapers or websites or blogs. And that's really all I want. I don't want them to be an employee. Um, that's okay. Uh, where things get complicated are, I'm a startup and I only have $10,000 in the bank account because my Aunt Millie gave it to me and I want to be very careful on my spend. So if I could have three people work a couple hours a week as contractors, instead of employees, I don't have to pay payroll tax. I don't have to pay workers' compensation insurance in case they get hurt on the job. I don't have to offer them 401k investment benefits. I don't have to offer them health care insurance. So people look at employees as though they're extremely expensive. But for startups, that's not necessarily true. Because I hire you as my employee to work 10 hours a week, that doesn't mean I have to offer you health insurance, especially if I have only a few employees. When you start getting into the realm of 50 employees or more, then that becomes an issue. The payroll tax is the payroll tax. It's America. Nobody likes taxes, but you have to pay them. And it's only fair that people be able to take advantage of unemployment insurance or workers' comp insurance if they get hurt. If you research those expenses, you'll find that they're actually not that bad. And in fairness, you should budget for that. As I said at the very start of this webinar, that's something that most investors will respect and understand. So I hope that that's been helpful to you. We'll have videos specifically on consulting agreements in the near future. And I hope you enjoyed this one. Thank you.